0: Let's uh, move on now to uh, that story in uh, the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro. Now, business owners in uh, that municipality say that they will probably have to shut their doors as a result of the persistent drought. Uh, Companies in the metro say that they would be forced to shed thousands of jobs, leaving breadwinners without any source of income. The municipality is experiencing a devastating drought as five of its dams are running critically low at this point and I actually went to check on this and it would seem as uh, the levels of uh, potable water from the five dams is less than 30% at the moment and uh, this of course is cause for great concern now the Nelson Mandela Bay Business Chamber has accused the municipality of failing to implement water saving measures or to bring additional water supplies to communities so the business chamber CEO CEO uh, Nomkita Mona joins us on the line now to tell us more about this. Thanks for your time this afternoon, Miss Mona. Thank you, Sakina. Thank you for having us. So, firstly, how, how badly are the businesses in the metro affected by the drought? Well, I mean, generally,
1: um, the impact or the economic impact of water is quite devastating to business. But what we did as the business chamber was to do a proper survey to look at all our members and we ask them how badly is the drought uh, affecting them. And an overwhelming majority told us that without water, actually, they would not be able to um, continue business. And that would therefore mean that it affects um, jobs, it affects the economy, and our economy is not doing that great to begin with.
0: So we understand that the biggest concern um, is, of course, in the tourism industry. Is that correct? Uh, do tell us. You know how the different sectors are affected by this drought. Well, I think the concern
1: is across all sectors because if you look at the economy of this region, if you look at Nelson Mandela Bay, there's uh, manufacturing, there's the auto sector. That sector also needs water. But I, I will say that the companies in that sector have been over the last few years. You know, bringing in innovative ideas around how to save water, how to reuse water in whichever way. So we are learning from them. We're using whatever lessons that they've done to spread across our other members. But you must also remember that the region here relies a lot on agriculture as well. If you think about the citrus industry, which is just outside of the region, and they are members of the chamber, they rely 100% on that. So tourism is but like one of the um, uh, sectors that will be affected. But I do think that it does affect all sectors in many different ways. But yes, if you say then your region is struggling, there's no water or there's, there's a drought, you know, tourists will stay away because they won't be able to to come through. So, yes, it it affects all of the sectors that we, we rely upon as a region.
0: You've been very scathing uh, of the municipality, uh, the municipal council in this regard, uh, you know, talking about what they perhaps could have done better, what uh, they should have done in terms of uh, getting the community overall to save water um, and use water sparingly. Talk to us about that and, and whether you've had any further engagement with them.
1: Yes, we, we actually have called the municipality uh, on, on the behavior that they, they display. Firstly, we believe that they are shirking on their responsibility to provide basic services to both businesses, but also the um, communities of the region. So we have been trying, or well, let me first say, we have engaged with them on a number of occasions, and we've had meetings with between us and the, the mayoral committee, together with the mayor and his team, and we've found that over time these become talk shops. Everybody shakes hands, we've heard you, we've heard your complaints, but if you go back, nothing actually has happened. So we then, uh, you know, wrote a very long, quite scathing letter uh, to the municipality, which we shared with our members and the community, to really call them on all the areas where they are not taking responsibility. We do realize that part of the problem is that the coalition government that is currently in the metro is dysfunctional. It's not working. We are not even standing still as a metro. We are basically moving backwards. And we have told them now that there is money to to, to fix the problem of water. There are delays that are caused by um, a dysfunctional administration. They're just not doing what they're supposed to do. And if we do not say anything because nature hates a vacuum, something else will take over. So we believe as business. We have a responsibility to take matters into our hands, really. And we are continuing now to speak to the Metro. We continue to to want to engage further with them. We have another meeting that we're trying to set up within the next two weeks so that we can make sure that
0: they do what they're supposed to do. So when you say there is money, you're talking about that 233 million rand that uh, came from Treasury for the Noitgedag Water Scheme.
1: That money was actually as a result of drought drought, um, relief. Yes, that's what the money we're talking about. But there's other monies that have been allocated to the metro. But because the metro is dysfunctional, meetings are not taking place, council meetings are not sitting, there's no quorum, so things don't get approved and nothing is moving forward. And therefore, we believe that this is a man-made problem that needs to be resolved by this current metropolitan um, municipality. So, yes, there is money in in that of course there will always be a need for further money if you take this discussion a bit further sakina you will find that treasury has said to us to all municipalities in the country if you do not have a full-time permanent cfo by the end of august we will not allow for rollovers of any money that you may ask from us this metro does not have a permanent CFO. This metro does not have a full-time permanent municipal manager who's not suspended because the current one is suspended. It's been over a year now. There's a number of executive directors that are not in place because the contracts have ended. I believe they have even interviewed. There are people that need to be appointed, but the meetings don't fit. So if you are in that kind of a perpetual situation where nothing happens, business has taken it upon themselves to say enough is more than enough. Now we need to make sure that we take things in our
0: hands. We are out of time, Ms. Mona. Just a quick one uh, with regard to imminent job losses. Are we at that point already? Well, I think, okay,
1: because the, the companies here would really like to preserve jobs as much as possible, at least those who are members of the chamber and who spoke to us they are the ones who are saying, please, can we do something so that we can protect at least the jobs that we have? So, so if it continues without any solution, it is going to be inevitable because the truth of the matter is that the drought is going to be our new lifestyle in South Africa. It's not an event. This is how things are changing. So if we can't deal with the drought at this point, I'm worried about what happens because of climate change going forward.
0: Nomkita Mona, thanks so much for your time, CEO of the uh, Business Chamber.